1: Today, on an all-new Dr. Phil.
0: I am the black sheep of the family.
1: Is she addicted to drama? You
2: said everything comes out of her mouth is a lie. I would love to know that she told me the truth. Or is mom way too critical? When I had my
0: miscarriage, she didn't even call me. I don't believe that she was pregnant.
2: She was pregnant. She did have a miscarriage. If you respond to this with a criticism of her, I swear to God, we're done. (laughs) Let's do it. Why don't we stop all the drama, stop all the fighting, and let's go get you better. Here
3: we go. Have a good show, everybody. If
2: I can help get this family back on track, are you willing to do that? Ready,
3: free. Take it.
2: This is going to be a changing day in your life. Go, Dr. Fell. Allegations of abuse, lies, deceit, and even accusations of a fake pregnancy and miscarriage. At the center of all this drama is one person who says her entire family has turned against her. Ann says it's her daughter's narcissistic personality and lies that are just nonstop that's creating all of this problem. She says she's made herself the black sheep, but daughter Lynn says mom favors her brother And that's what's made her the black sheep of the family. Take a look.
0: My daughter Lynn is definitely a narcissist. It's almost like she's addicted to the drama. Lynn has lied so much that it has torn my family up. Lynn never takes accountability for anything that she does. Lynn told her high school counselor that she was being abused, and Department of Human Resources, they came to investigate. There was nothing to warrant her claims. It was very hurtful. That is the one and only time. I've never abused my children. Lynn went to college. She would talk about how great her classes were. We got a letter stating that she had never shown up for class and that she owed $3,500. I am worried to have Lynn in my house. She's taken like clothes and taken files out of my filing cabinet. Lynn lied a lot but I think it got worse as she got older. And today, I think it is the worst it has ever been.
2: Well, Lynn says her mother was far from being the perfect mom.
3: I am the black sheep of the family. My mother doesn't take responsibility for anything she's done to hurt me. When I was four years old, my father was killed in a driving accident. That would be the marker for where things started going wrong. Two weeks after my father was killed, my mom found out she was pregnant with my brother.
4: She feels like Tom was her little miracle. My mom treated him different.
3: My mother would make comments to me when I was younger, like get your fat ass up and start cleaning. I've been in a lot of verbally abusive relationships. I think it's definitely a direct result of what I went through as a child. There was one time she went into a rage. She started hitting me. I had marks on my shoulder and my neck, but still to this day, my mother will not admit to that. When I was 16, my mom told me that she was having an affair. My mother would have me take flowers to the guy that she was having an affair with. When I turned 18, my mom did everything she could to make my life miserable. I did have a college fund that was set up for me. I never saw a dime. My mom admitted that she had spent the college fund. I had to stop going to college because I couldn't afford it. My mother constantly accuses me of lying. Nobody else in my life thinks I'm a bad person like my
4: family does.
2: Okay, the last thing she said in that tape was nobody else in my life thinks I'm as bad a person as my family thinks I am. Uh, You think she's a bad person?
0: No, I do not think she's a bad person.
2: Wow, I am shocked to hear you say that because we have been talking to you for several days. We have asked you question after question after question. I have scrubbed over this. I could not find one good thing you said about your daughter. You said this family does not cheer for Lynn because she doesn't give us anything to cheer about. You said everything comes out of her mouth is a lie. You send her text messages and say you are full of I hope your husband is embarrassed of you. You are not welcome when we are home. You need to seek help. I I, I could not find one good thing you said about her, but did you tell me you think she's not a bad person? No, I don't think she's a bad person. I'm angry with her, absolutely, but I love her.
0: She's beautiful, as you can see. But I just want her to face reality and to stop feeling like she needs to lie about everything because, or exaggerate, or she because she just doesn't need to do that. I love you.
2: What What do you think is going on here?
4: I don't know. Like my whole life, I just wanted my mom to love me and support me and believe in me. And I don't get that from her and I feel like my whole life I'm having to prove that I'm not lying because I get accused of lying all the time.
2: Are you a liar?
4: No, I don't have this problem with anybody. You are the only person in my brothers that constantly accuse me of it.
2: She says you've been fired from 30 jobs.
0: 30 jobs. I haven't even had 30 jobs. I could probably count 30 jobs that you've had. And that would include teenage jobs. And I said that's no big deal because I know that teenagers sometimes can go to well, the That is not jobs. what
2: you said. You did not say that's did, no big deal. You said quote. I mean I'm quote, telling her it's she has big been deal. fired or quit from at least 30 jobs, and it is never her fault.
0: It's true. I mean she's never kept a job. Ever. And it's always her boss's fault every single time. She is so intelligent. She's quick to think on her feet. She can, she amazes me with her abilities, but she, she turns them in the wrong way. And so, and this has been going on for years, but the, the last couple of years have gotten worse. And that's why I wrote you. Have you have no
4: idea what I have been through in the past couple of years. You haven't been there. You live how many states away? Mom, you left me in Alabama to go start a new life for yourself.
0: We tried to get you to live with us in Tennessee. We moved you twice. We moved you from your school you were supposed to be in.
2: Okay, we can have geography class on y'all's time. Did you, what is it she has lied about that has hurt you so badly? You said every time she opens her mouth, she lies. What is it that she lied about? The thing that
0: hurt me the most was her saying that her... That she had such a hard childhood and that she was so mistreated and abused. And, you know, and she's a drama queen. I mean, like, everything out of her mouth is, poor me, poor me, poor me.
2: When you were 16, did you tell the school counselors (laughs) that you were being abused at home?
4: I told them about a
0: situation
4: that was going on. They knew about her having an affair. And... There was my mom started drinking a lot, which I don't know to this day if she's still drinking like she was. But I know as far as in June when I got married, that you did.
2: Is that a I, yes or a no? Or
4: yeah, I mean what, no. I, I'm sorry. I'm I, I sorry. said, I'm did you so tell upset. the school
2: you were being abused? And you said, well, I she's an alcoholic my, and she has an affair. And she, I mean, I that, told that, my that.
4: school counselor about her. <clears> uh, there was a, a night it, it wasn't abuse that I had all the time. It wasn't beaten my whole life. I, I never. It's not the I, it way it's not sounds. the way it is. But you were in an alcohol rage and you started hitting my brother and I stopped. I stopped you. I got in front of you and you started hitting me everywhere you could.
0: I hope you've asked our brothers (laughs) about this. I think they would beg to differ. Dr. Phil.
2: Did you tell the school counselors that?
0: Yes,
4: I did. I was having to... And her counselor
0: believed it too and I have nothing good to say about her. Thank God for DHS. Because when they did do their job and investigated, they found nothing except that I had a spoiled daughter that needed discipline.
2: Well, when she was 16, did you, in fact, hit her in the face?
0: When she was 16, she got in my face, and she called me a bitch, and I popped her right in the mouth to let her know where it was coming from.
2: Okay.
0: So... I sure did. Because she, she was... It, she was so out of control so that would be at that a yes. point. Yes.
2: When she was 17, did you let her drive from Alabama to Iowa to meet a man she met online?
0: Did I let her? No. That was one of the dumbest oh things she's gosh, ever that done. Is not true, Phil, that is not true, Dr. Phil. That
4: is not true, Dr. Phil. 17 years old, I oh, never did okay, anything that. Okay, now look, like I can I can say this. I was in church a, 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 from the time that I was 17 until I graduated high school. I was in church. Every time the church doors were open, I didn't miss a single day. I was very active in my youth career. What, your senior not...
0: year? Yeah, that's when I started having hope for you, was thank God she's actually turning around. It was my
4: for coping on what I was living with.
0: What were you living with that none of the rest of us have had to live with?
4: Mom, you were freaking having an affair.
2: Hmm. I, I'm, I'm just asking you, when she was 17, <sighs> did you let her drive from Alabama? I didn't Alabama?
0: let her do anything.
2: Well, you were the mother. Um, she, she went
0: to Iowa as she drove through the nighttime all the way there. You're telling me that never happened? You really are crazy. Mom, oh. Grandma knows about it.
2: Why, why, why am I here? I thought I was... <laughs> because I'm desperate. Well, I mean, somebody needs... I, I Listen, I want this people to tell me the truth. You better believe it's serious. And I consider my time serious, and I'm going to take a break, and y'all need to decide to tell me the truth. There are serious people in this world that need serious help, and you are taking up time. So, if you... If you come here and want help, you either tell me the truth or we're done. You got three minutes to think about that. Next, Lynn says she was devastated when she recently suffered a tragic miscarriage. Ann doesn't believe her daughter was even pregnant. We'll be right back.
4: I was three months pregnant when my baby's heart quit beating. They had to take the baby out of me. I really... Don't believe it,
0: that she was pregnant at all.
1: Tomorrow on an all new Dr. Phil you the worst mother and I can't wait till you die. They say their son is a rageaholic.
2: This is a grown up tantrum. If you call the cops, I'm gonna come over there and strangle you.
1: They fear for their lives.
2: You threatened to shoot your parents because they wouldn't give you $20 for gas. But they can't let him go. Why did you let him back in? Because of where he may end up. Where do you think he will end up if he shoots the two of you in the head? That's tomorrow.
0: We were at the beach, she was just bebopping along and all of a sudden she goes, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, there's a pearl. It looked like the size of a dot you would put at the end of a sentence. There's the pearl. (laughs) Immediately she goes on Facebook and she magnifies it and tells everybody that she sent this to her jeweler to be evaluated and he said it's a rare Tahitian pearl. It's just another example of her lies.
2: Well, that was Ann who says her daughter will lie about anything to get attention. Now, we actually called numerous jewelers who said there's no way you could find a black Tahitian pearl in Florida inside oh. an oyster as they are only indigenous to remote lagoons of the French Polynesia uh, in the South Pacific. So, I I, I don't... You, you found a pearl? Yes, it was, it
4: was inside the oyster. It was after... Uh, Tropical storm Debbie came through, and my husband actually uh, opened it up and started feeling for it. She was standing there, I sure and he was. found one. I still
0: have it.
2: Okay, listen, wh- why, why do you want to be here today?
0: I want our family to be whole again.
2: What are you willing to do to make this better?
0: What you think we should do. Why
2: are you to here do? today?
4: I had just decided that right before he, the show called me, like I was done. I had to just write off my family. My mom's always accusing me of lying. She's always, she's not, when I had my miscarriage, she didn't even call me. I had to go through that by myself. And she's had a miscarriage, Can I answer so that? she knows, she knows what it's like. Can I say
0: something there?
2: Not yet. Um, <laughs> I take this very seriously. And if people come on here and they're just interested in winning the argument in, a, in the moment, and so they spin things to make themselves look better, they're just trying to cover their butt and get out the door, that's a waste of my time and that is offensive to my sensibilities. And I, I feel like I'm talking to Mother Teresa here. <coughs> <laughs> You've never done anything wrong. You've never you made a kidding, mistake. Babe? No, I'm not kidding. No, I'm not kidding because you're just like, oh, you know, you just got nothing wrong. No. I, just, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember this. I don't remember that. I don't remember this. And you just kind of gloss over stuff. No. And, and she's never said a word that wasn't a lie. Nobody's that bad. Nobody's as bad as the person you have described to us. Anne says... Because of the lies Lynn has told, she sadly doesn't even believe her daughter was recently pregnant, much less suffered a miscarriage. Take a look.
0: I found out I
4: was pregnant about five months ago.
0: Lynn told everybody on Facebook every detail about her supposed pregnancy. She asked me, Mom, didn't you have a miscarriage before So I thought that was kind of strange. I was afraid that God would take
4: my baby because I was so used to having things taken from me.
0: And then the next thing I know, she's miscarrying on Facebook.
4: (laughs) I was three months pregnant when my baby's heart quit beating. They had to
0: take the baby out of me surgically. And she had not even told the family. She was telling the world first. I just felt like Lynn was trying to get everybody to feel sorry for her and to give her that attention that she craves so much.
4: My mother hasn't said anything since I miscarried my baby. (laughs) She hasn't even called me. It was definitely the last straw for me.
0: I really don't believe that she was pregnant
2: at all. What if you're wrong?
0: I would be thankful. I really would. I would love to know. What if you wrong? I would love to know that she told me the truth for once. I really would. But it was so weird, it was like, She didn't discuss it with anybody in our family, my sister, her grandma, nobody. (laughs) All she did was talk to Facebook and her friends, and she would tell things that were so inappropriate that you just don't put on there. See,
2: See, that is really interesting to me. When I ask you, what if you're wrong... Your answer was to criticize her nine more ways. I said, what if you're wrong? Well, she put it on Facebook. She just was out there just looking for sympathy. And she was this, she was that. An appropriate response, I would think, if you were wrong, would be, oh my gosh. That would mean I wasn't there for my daughter when she experienced the death of her baby. It would mean I wasn't there for her and I would feel terrible about that. I would, I, that would be a, a real failure on my part. I would be very sorry that I wasn't there for her. I mean, that to me would be an appropriate response to that but that isn't what you it's said. It's really
0: hard to have that kind of response because I am so fed up and I admit that's not right.
2: Are you lying about that?
0: Yes, sir. No, it was horrible.
4: I can't understand when I have so much love to give, why that would be taken from me, and I told you that before it even happened. I was
0: scared. You told Facebook you were scared.
4: Mother, I told you and I sent them the text messages to show these conversations,
0: how they go. But you didn't talk to your family first. I tried, first. Mom, and you spent you so talked much to time everybody else. me for everything.
2: By the way, <laughs> d- if it's any, of any interest to you, um, I, I, I contacted <laughs> her OBGYN directly. Okay. I required her to sign a medical release form, send it to her physician to authorize them to send me directly her medical records so they didn't pass through her hands, they came directly to me. And I have here 16 pages of medical documentation. She was, in fact, pregnant.
0: She did, in (laughs) fact, have
2: a miscarriage.
0: I'm not glad about that. And
2: she did, in fact, lose this baby.
4: I'm sorry. And I had to continue carrying my baby (laughs) for a couple more weeks after I was told And there was a
2: surgical procedure to remove this child from your daughter.
0: I'm very sorry that happened to you. I've been there, I know what that feels like, I am.
4: That's why I wanted you there.
0: But you didn't. That's
4: why I told you in the Dr. beginning Kim. that was a fear I had because I knew you to Okay, I, no I swear if
2: you answer this with a criticism of her, <laughs> I swear to God we're done. I swear okay. to God if you respond to this with a criticism of her, this conversation is over. I cannot be a party to you responding to this with a criticism of her. Can't do it. You're going to have to think of something else to say or nothing. But you can't blame her for you doing whatever it is you did or didn't do. Do whatever you want to say. Say whatever you want to say. But I can't be a party to that.
0: No, I understand completely. And I know that I've gotten...
2: So I'd have to cross one thing that you've said off of this list, that everything that comes out of her mouth is a lie. Well, Gee, I'm
0: kind of glad to know that you're We, we you were certainly pregnant. would know that
2: that's no longer true because we certainly know that this major life event in, in your daughter's evolution would not be a lie. We would know that that would not be true here this major life event. Really
4: you just automatically accuse me and then you go discuss my business with everybody. And my poor brothers, you know what? Yes, they've hurt me. They have hurt me bad, but I can't fault them because all they hear is your side. My brothers don't even know me.
2: Well, we're gonna take a break and then we're gonna to talk to Lynn, Lynn's brother. Uh, he says his sister is to blame for the problems in their family, not their mother.
0: My mom has created a wedge between me and my brothers. I don't have to say a word. They form their own opinion.
4: The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street, essential television. My sister
1: has always had a theatrical personality. Lynn will constantly post on Facebook how she's the outcast of the whole family. She's never been mistreated. We were all raised the same. It doesn't bother me too much that I don't have a relationship with her, but I just want my mother's relationship with her to be fixed. I love my mom, and I'm tired of seeing her upset and hurt by the things that Lynn has done.
2: Well, that was Lynn's youngest brother, Nick, who says Lynn's lies and jealousy are the real reason their family is torn apart. But Lynn claims that her mom has turned her brothers against her.
0: Lynn blames me for turning the whole family against her. My mom has created a wedge between me and my brothers. I don't have to say a word. They form their own opinions. My
4: mom told my brother that I was bad-mouthing him and his fiance, which I wasn't. Then my brother starts sending me text messages, cussing me out because of what My
0: mom told him. Lynn says I have always made problems for her and her brothers and could have fooled me because when they were growing up, they were thick as thieves. But to her, none of that ever happened. She was alone and abused and mistreated and it's always woe is me.
2: Well, Lynn's other brother, Tom, says his sister is telling more lies.
1: My sister and I were really close until she reached her teenage years. That's really when I remember the lying starting to skyrocket. She might feel like she has to compete with me, and so she's always trying to one-up me to make herself sound better. She'll lie about the color of the sky, and a lot of times I feel like she really believes it. My sister claimed she started an insurance company in my dad's name and said that she was gonna make $100,000. She is a liar. I am very worried about my sister. I feel like she's gonna burn all of the bridges that she has with our family, if she hasn't already. If she doesn't change, I don't think she'll ever truly be happy.
2: All right, well, Tom is joining us. So uh, Tom, what do you want to see happen here today?
1: I just want everybody, I guess, to get back together and just fix things. I'm just sick of, no matter who's telling a lie or not telling the whole truth, I'm just sick of it and I'm over it.
2: So what can you do to help this situation?
1: Be in on it too. <laughs>
2: yeah. I mean, seriously, what can you do to, to, to help your sister here? Obviously, she's in pain, your mother's in pain, the family's in pain. Um, I, I don't, what do you have, are you upset with your sister? Yes, I am. About what, what is it that, what has she done to hurt you?
1: Really directly hurt me. Um, not telling the truth about a job and my dad's or a company she had an insurance company she came up with in my dad's name and said she was going to go down to she was living with us at the time she was going to go leave and go start working and she was going to make a hundred thousand dollars in one week and then when she eventually came back i said so let me see your bank account if you've made so much money and she wouldn't do it
4: that is not true dr phil Yes, I started a brokerage firm and my partner took a full-time job with an insurance company that we were writing business for and then that whole business that we were starting, we had to stop. You but I getting, did.
2: Are you getting married? Yes, sir. When? July. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. She's not invited?
1: I haven't made a final decision yet.
2: Yeah. Why would you not invite her? Well, my
1: cousin got married a couple of years ago and my fiance and I went to that wedding and my sister was there obviously. And when we were there, the the whole way to the wedding, she was bad-mouthing them getting married. And then also when she got married this past summer, it was just a disaster. My fiance ended up having to call to set up her whole wedding. Lynn did nothing to help with it at all. She was running around having fun
4: This is not true, Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil, I planned an outdoor wedding at at an amusement park, paid for my entire family to come down, paid for everything, and we had a tropical storm come through, and I could not do anything about it. The morning of the wedding, we were still going to try to have it because the venue was covered. It was covered, and we couldn't do it because of the, how bad the rain was, so we had to relocate, and yes, she did help me, and I told her I was very thankful because she's the only one that stepped up to try to help me to call and relocate to to where we had the wedding, and even that was a disaster. The whole thing was a disaster, but I I paid for it, and I had everything set up, but my whole entire family sat here and told me that, you know, everything, everything negative they could... I, it's endless, it's endless.
2: Did you get married? Yes, I did. you still married?
4: Yes, I am, very happy, he's, he's wonderful, I don't know what I'd do without
2: him. So it worked, but you don't want her there because you think she's gonna poison the, the well. I just don't want the drama there.
1: Yeah. My, my wedding day, it's not just about me. If it was all about me, it wouldn't affect me that much if something went wrong. Yeah. But this is bigger than me, it's a lot bigger than me. I don't want to ruin my fiance's wedding day, something she's dreamed about forever. because of family drama.
2: All right, so is mom playing favorites Mm -hmm. here? Someone from their past weighs in next. We'll be right back. (laughs) Closed captioning provided by...
3: I have not been invited to my brother Tom's wedding.
1: I don't want to have all the drama that's associated with my sister.
0: She's so inappropriate. You would think she was raised under a bridge. I blame my mom for putting that wedge between my brother and I.
2: That was Tom who says he thinks there will be less drama if his sister wasn't present at his upcoming wedding. He hasn't made up his mind yet, but he's thinking it through. And it's a big day. I, I totally get that. Now, Lynn asked us to speak with her babysitter when she was younger and said, and we did, and she had this to say. She said, when Lynn was a teenager, I was only getting Ann's side of the story. Once I got older and looking back, Ann definitely treated Lynn different. She put Lynn down and treated Tom like the apple of her eye. When Lynn was 15, Ann wanted Lynn to come live with me. Uh, that's what the babysitter had to say. I, this is just somebody that had not got a horse in the race. Just, that's what she had Am to I say. Am I allowed
0: to say something to that? You can say anything you want. I gave your team a letter that I kept from the babysitter, and um, that's not what the letter says. And that's from years ago.
2: Yeah, babysitter did change her mind. She said that. She said on reflection that she thought about it long and hard, and but that's she what she said. She
0: says that Anne wanted Lynn to come stay with her. No. She offered in her letter for that. She said she didn't want to get in between us, but she Mm -hmm. wanted to offer that to me to give us a break from each other. Read that letter, please. Do you
2: play favorites?
0: I don't know if you call it favorites because I don't love one of my kids more than the other, but we do cheer for Tom and Nick. They haven't made bad choices, and I know that they could, and they might, and I'll have to deal with that, but... It's so hard because I come from a family that does have high expectations.
2: I get the feeling in your coming here that you wanted to convict her. That coming here you wanted to convict her. You wanted to come here and convince me and convince everyone that you're right and she's wrong. See, I went there and I won and you lost.
4: This is why I feel like you don't love me and why I've desired to have your love for so long. (laughs) I don't understand how you could take a child that you carried for nine months. that you raised and bring them on national TV to do this when all you had to do was pick up the phone and say, I love you. I would have forgotten everything. That is why I have tried so many times. I've been picking up the phone.
0: No, so you texted
2: text me.
0: Text me. You texted me. You have not called me. I've Did you tell him care. that you <laughs> told me not to call you? Have you told him
4: that? I gave him every text message that we, no. we exchanged, Mother. I'm not talking that. text. I'm no, about... mother, I, t- I gave him, and that is exactly, I told you, do not call me unless you have something positive to say because I don't want this negative in my life. I have made a life for myself and I'm very happy and I'm proud of me and so are the people who surround me and if I can't get that from you, I don't want it. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted since little was your love. I just wanted to be loved. I wanted to feel important.
2: Well, there's There's a major event that has had an impact here and I want to talk about that. We're going to take a break. I want to talk about how the death of Lynn's father changed the entire dynamic of this family and forever affected both Ann and Lynn. We'll be right back.
0: Lynn and I saw a truck that was torn up. I realized it was my husband's and I just lost it.
4: That's one of my earliest memories. (laughs)
1: Tomorrow on an all-new Dr. Phil.
2: Living in fear. If you call the cops, I'm going to come over there and strangle you.
1: With a rageaholic son.
2: You threatened to shoot your parents because they wouldn't give you $20 for gas. That's tomorrow. Closed captioning provided by... As we mentioned earlier, Lynn and Ann both witnessed the horrific death of Ann's husband, uh, who was also Lynn's father. Lynn says no one ever taught her how to grieve for her loss. Take a look at this and then we'll talk about this and hear what you had to say.
0: When I was four years
4: old, my dad was killed in a
0: car accident. Lynn and I were coming home and we came around a curve in the road and we saw a truck that was Torn up. I realized it was my husband's truck. And I just lost it. I still to
4: this day remember my mom screaming, You can't do this to me. He was dead on impact. I remember the fire department using the jaws of life to get him out. I remember that sound to this day. They let me lay next to him when they took
0: him to the hospital. That was very painful for both of us.
4: That's one of my earliest memories. And I was daddy's little girl, so that was really hard. I don't feel like my mom was really there for me. I had to learn how to grieve on my own. It felt like my whole life I was standing on a rug and it kept being pulled out from under me.
2: You know, I'm very, (laughs) very sorry for y'all's loss. I mean, I know it's been a time, but you know, this. It changes with time, but it never goes away. I, I certainly hate that. That's one of your first memories. It goes back to that time and it is a marker for you. And you know, you heard her say that. You know, she felt like she had to learn to grieve about that on her own.
0: But I don't understand that part of it. <laughs> Because, because put, you were grieving, Mom. You, Everybody, yes. all the
4: adults around me were grieving. And I was a child. I didn't know how to
0: grieve. I didn't know how to do That's why I that. put you in rainbows for all God's children.
4: Mom, they but, made me write on a piece of paper what happened and burn it. Oh, I needed my mom.
2: You're asking me how I can help you. And one of the ways I can help you is to try to get you to get out of yourself, get out of your point of view, the whole point of empathy is to stand in someone else 's shoes, see things through their eyes, and experience what they 're doing. look has she made mistakes Of, of course she has made mistakes um, but if if you walk through her shoes and see things through her point of view, where she says she was a daddy 's girl, okay you know that okay then you move on in your life, not inappropriately. I I don't mean to suggest that at all, Ann. You move on in your life, but then she sees you begin to have a relationship with someone else. I'm not criticizing, not inappropriately, but from her point of view, that can be a particular challenge, okay? And there were some things that, there was some involvement that she had in those things that were particularly difficult for her okay, where she was put in a position of kind of being in the middle of that that created some particular emotional pain for her. And then we know that when you lost your husband, two weeks after that, you got some very significant news. Tell me what it was. I was pregnant with him. We have a picture of your husband uh, in his military uniform and your son right next to him. Um, and, I mean, you, boy, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree right here. So, you know, this is a, this is a powerful connection. Here, right
0: oh absolutely we still love his family too his my mom and dad of, they're wonderful
4: my way of trying to help my brother understand me and for us to bond last year I paid for him to go to fly to with me to um, where my dad's family lives he doesn't know his family and it was a, an opportunity for him to get to know a part of himself that he never knew before. He didn't know that. He's, he's not had them in his life.
2: It seems like to. a very caring thing to do. Yeah. Definitely. You appreciated that? Very much so.
4: It was wonderful. <laughs> well, we
1: had a blast. Y'all a got along well
2: yes. during that? Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: All right, think about this. We'll be right back. Hey, Dr. Phil here. Did you know that more than 16 million kids in the U.S. are at risk of hunger each day? That's more than one in five children. Now, these are our neighbors, our kids that play in the neighborhood, coworkers, friends' children. The problem is closer than you would think, but so is the solution. Join me and visit feedingamerica.org slash hunger to find your local food bank to help. I'm Dr. Phil, and together we are Feeding America. We have a lot of fun here in the studio audience, right? We have a lot of fun here. If you're going to be in the Los Angeles area and you would like free tickets, go to drphil.com and click on Be in the Audience or you can call 323-461-PHIL. That's 323-461-7445. Well, we're here with Ann and her two children, Tom and Lynn, who all agree that they need help to repair their family and they want to. And I'm going to tell you guys exactly what I think needs to happen. This is the part where it's really important that you listen, okay? Here's the problem. Once we decide that we have the answers, once we decide that we've figured it out, we've solved the puzzle. We stop processing data. And the only data that we might process is that which confirms what we believe to be true. So if you decide in your mind that everything that comes out of her mouth is a lie, that she's just a a bad person, a loser, a liar, then the only data you'll process is that which supports your conclusions. You'll look for examples, reasons, to support what you believe. See, there she is, another example. Oh, that's what I expect from her, okay? And you won't see anything that contradicts that because we tend to trust and believe ourselves. So the window closes and you don't process any new data. Everybody does it. I do it, you do it, everybody does it. What I want you to do is reopen the window because you're not right. You have to decide, you know what? I'm going to reopen the window. I'm going to reopen the window. The only thing that changes the flow of things is if something significant happens to change the flow. Hopefully, coming here is a significant event. Hopefully, this is a significant event. Hopefully, you come here and find out, you know what? Maybe I closed this window way too long ago. Maybe I recognize that, you know what, you never quit on your kids. Maybe I recognize that, you know what, she's gone off on her own, she's gotten married, she's made a life, and did she do some stupid things along the way? Sure. It doesn't matter, the past is over, the future hasn't happened yet, the only time is right now. And maybe you start now. (laughs) And does that mean that you just lead with your chin? Maybe you take a step at a time and you say, you know what? Let's get together for short periods of time. Let's talk about controlled topics. I Let mean, let's just take it a step at a time where we just kind of learn to trust each other. Let's have some rules and some boundaries where we go along. And you, you, you live apart right now. so yeah, a long way. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, maybe... There, there are some built-in controls here. But, and I would love to uh, set up for you guys to leave here after the show. If you have time, be my guest at the commissary here at the Paramount Lot to have a nice lunch and sit down and <laughs> spend some time together and visit. And just talk about happy things. Just talk about happy stuff, you know? Be superficial. <laughs> be shallow. Just talk about happy things. And then begin to build on this. But you've got to reopen the window you got to say, you know what, I, I, I know that I love my mother, I know that I love my, my daughter, I know that I love my brother, I'm just going to start fresh. I think you will find that a good place to start, because i got a sneaking suspicion, I, I think your mind has opened up here today. I sense that in you, I really do, and I sense that in you, and I, I hope that's true. And I don't think your mind's ever been closed. Just cautious, and I, and I hope that's, <laughs> that's what we'll do. That's a good word. All right, my final <laughs> thoughts when we come back. <laughs> closed captioning provided by. Want to know what's coming up on Dr. Phil? Visit our website and subscribe to our email newsletter. You'll get weekly updates, life strategies, and exclusive video that you won't find anywhere else.
0: Plus, on drphil.com, you can see sneak previews of upcoming shows. Log on today.
2: Well, I want to thank my guests today for sharing their story because, listen, when we're talking about family, It's so important, and you guys are really teaching tools because there are so many families that are out there that have tension, and when we talk to families here, families at home can say, you know, wow, I kinda see myself in this part of that story or this part of that story, and hopefully it inspires them to kinda do some of the things that we're talking about here. And one of the things that I wanna tell you in your family is, look, we do have a tendency to fix our beliefs about people. And fixed beliefs can be a real problem because people change. And if your belief is fixed, but people change, you can miss those changes because you are so set in the way you see someone, they can really evolve. Maybe good, maybe bad, but you don't pick up the differences. So you kinda have to constantly be hitting the reset button and looking to see if things change so you keep your mind open, particularly with your family and friends. Thanks for being here, so long. Hopefully, it inspires them to kind of do some of the things that we're talking about here. And one of the things that I want to tell you in your family is, look, we do have a tendency to fix our beliefs about people. And fixed beliefs can be a real problem because people change. And if your belief is fixed, but people change, you can miss those changes because you are so set in the way you see someone they can really evolve, maybe good, maybe bad, but you don't pick up the differences. So you kind of have to constantly be hitting the reset button and looking to see if things change. So you keep your mind open, particularly with your family and friends. Thanks for being here, so long.